It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This morning, cost of living shock. Inflation surges to 5%. The Reserve Bank faces pressure to lift interest rates. Breaking news, Prince Andrew to be stripped of another honour in the wake of his sex abuse case. Paramedics fed up hundreds to go on strike across New South Wales. A man killed in a suspected gangland shooting in Sydney, his attacker on the run. And a horror crash claims a life at a race car event in Tasmania. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The increase in the cost of living has surged to its highest level in 20 years, with inflation hitting 5%. The focus is now turning to an expected rise in interest rates. Let's go live now to reporter Joel Dry in Canberra. Good morning, Joel. How high could they go? Jody, good morning. Some economists believe the official cash rate could climb to 1.25% early next year and then perhaps rise to around 2% in the following months. That's from where we sit right now at the record low of 0.1%. So what do all these numbers mean? Well, it depends a little bit on how much your mortgage is sitting at and how much you've borrowed in these good times. But let's take an average $500,000 mortgage. A rise to 2% if passed on in full would add more than $500 a month month to repayments. Why is it happening? Well, the RBA is looking to put the handbrake on the economy after yesterday's massive inflation figures showing an annual increase of 5.1% to the cost of living. Many had tipped interest rates to rise later this year, but next month is now the really strong bet. Okay, Joel, what's happening on the campaign trail today? Well, the Prime Minister starts his morning in Cairns, another day in Queensland, which has just so many seats vital to hold. But whatever the Coalition's plans or announcements were for the day, they are likely to get drowned out by noise all around interest rates. If they do go up next month, it would be the first time a hike has happened during an election campaign in years. The last time it happened was 2007. John Howard was the PM and he lost that election. Anthony Albanese will be sitting back at home hoping all this works in his favour. Today should be his last day in COVID isolation. He is then free to rejoin the campaign. I'm sure he can't wait. Thanks, Joel. In breaking news, there's been another humiliating blow for Prince Andrew, with the disgraced royal stripped of yet another honour. Councillors in York have voted unanimously to revoke the prince's freedom of the city. The 62-year-old has already been stripped of his military roles and royal patronages in the wake of his settled sex abuse case with Virginia Roberts. 
Hundreds of paramedics across New South Wales are going on strike this morning, refusing to leave their own stations to cover shortages. They're calling for better wages and another 1,500 staff to be hired, saying they're suffering from serious burnout. The Australian Paramedics Association is warning that every Monday, workers will refuse to transport non-urgent patients or conduct post-treatment discharges until a deal is reached. A gunman is on the run this morning after a deadly shooting in Sydney's southwest, which police believe was gang-related. Emergency services were called to Greenacre at around 9.30 last night to find a man in his 30s critically injured. He couldn't be revived. The victim is believed to be key underworld figure Mahmoud Ahmad. Detectives are also investigating whether two cars later found on fire at Greenacre and Belmore are related to the incident. A Brisbane driver has died in a crash at the annual racing event Targa Tasmania. The 59-year-old's car left the road and went over an embankment in a remote part of the state's north. His wife, who was in the front passenger seat, survived the crash and was kept in hospital overnight for observation. Three people died in crashes at the event last year. Bombshell emails have revealed a flood event was declared at Queensland's Wyvernhoe Dam at least 24 hours before homes were inundated. Residents were woken by the SES in the early hours of the morning on February 26th as the dam began to spill and dozens of homes were damaged or destroyed. Could families have done more in the flood affected areas had they have known this information? The state's water authority did declare a flood event the day before, but it says that's a regulatory term, meaning the dam needs to use flood storage. Russia has shut off its supply of natural gas to Poland and Bulgaria, marking a major escalation in the economic standoff between Moscow and the West. The Kremlin says the gas supply will remain shut off until both countries begin paying in rubles. It's the first gas supply disruption since Vladimir Putin issued a mandate that unfriendly countries would have to pay for gas with Russian currency. Meantime, a Ukrainian commander in the besieged city of Mariupol says there are more than six 600 injured civilians and fighters in need of medical help hold up in a steelworks plant. The future of a 90-year-old Melbourne man is in the hands of a judge after he confessed to shooting a tradie in the arm when a business deal turned sour. Paolo Minici calmly pulled the loaded handgun from his pocket, unloading two shots into his victim. Minici will be sentenced today. Bravery for bystanders who pulled a driver and passengers from a burning car wreck in Sydney's west. The crash happened in Liverpool when a P-plater hit an oncoming car with such speed it immediately burst into flames. The car was spinning from all the way down there, it's up there. Hit the offside of the road and hit another car. They're heroes, like without them, really bad could have happened. Four passengers, including a teenage girl, were injured. Charges are expected to be laid. Police believe they're closing in on two thugs wanted over a bashing at the MCG, which left a man in hospital. It's understood those involved had been attending a high-end president's lunch on Anzac Day. The 24-year-old victim went to the bathroom, he was beaten and his attackers fled the scene. Security footage has been handed in to police and it's believed they now know the identities of the culprits. An investigation has found recharging lithium batteries sparked a...
fire at an Adelaide hotel. Three men were rushed to hospital with serious injuries after the blaze broke out on Sunday, trapping guests on the upper floors. It's understood e-scooters powered by lithium batteries were being stored at the hotel. The fire is no longer being considered suspicious. Australian internet users are set to experience supercharged speeds thanks to infrastructure which is being hailed the nation's new backbone. A private company is laying a mega-fast cable that will wrap around the country. It's the start of what's promised to be Australia's new fast and reliable fibre optic network. An Australian company is investing $1.5 billion to lay 22,000 kilometres of cable. There's not going to be a stretch that's more than five kilometres away where any mobile operator, any wireless operator, any fixed line operator, um, they can tap into our backbone. Including regional, remote and other black spot prone areas. Having fibre connections like this is really going to bring them into line with everybody else. Stage one begins in Penrith, moving out to the Blue Mountains, over to Bathurst, then down to Victoria, eventually looping Sydney, Canberra and Melbourne. Within three years, it's expected to connect every state, including seafloor cables. The network capable of carrying over 10,000 terabits per second. The bottom line, it's fast. It will rival the NBN and other networks can link to its system. This network has capabilities that of transmission fibre do not have. Hyper One claims its infrastructure is designed to withstand natural disasters. When fires and floods knock out other networks, the company says its system has backups in place to keep people connected. Police, fire, ambulance, SES, uh, rural fire, if they want connectivity, we're here for those as well. Stage one is due to be complete in 18 months, the project creating 10,000 jobs. Miley Hogan, 7 News. International streaming giants are making a play for AFL broadcast rights. Outgoing CEO Gillan McLaughlin is already holding talks in the US to lock up a deal and secure the game a bigger audience. Among those interested, Paramount. The company says it's perfectly poised to bid for broadcast rights. Channel 7 and Foxtel have the current rights until the end of 2024. A war of words has broken out after Queensland launched a bid to steal the NRL Grand Final from Sydney. The New South Wales Premier declaring he won't give the game up without a fight. Queensland is second rate compared to our state and we're not having the Grand Final there and they know it and we know it. The final stays in Sydney until 2042 under the current deal but the NRL hasn't ruled out putting it out to tender for the highest bid. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng was up 12 points. The All Lords finished down 57 points. The ASX 200 lost ground too. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,891 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 102 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 71.32 US cents, 91.5 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. Aspirin is used daily by millions to prevent heart attacks and stroke, but new guidelines in the US are recommending against it. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney now. Good morning, Ash. What's driving this change? 
Good morning, Jody. Well, after years of recommending aspirin to prevent heart attacks and strokes, scientists now believe it could be causing more harm than good. These new recommendations have come from the U.S. Preventative Service Task Force, which says people over the age of 60 should not start taking aspirin for prevention of heart attacks. And this is the reason why. If a drug can make the the blood less likely to clot, it can make the person more likely to bleed, bleeding ulcers uh, or even bleeding in their brain like a stroke. Only when we continue to do these studies can we really understand whether, whether drugs work. Aspirin is a drug that's been around for over a century. So this is a major shift in thinking. Of course, there are those who have suffered heart attacks and whose doctors have uh, prescribed and re recommended daily uh, aspirin. The advice is to speak to your doctor about what these recommendations would mean for you. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney, thank you. New video has been released of a terrifying school bus crash in the US. Security cameras on board show the moment the bus was T-boned by a car at an intersection in New Mexico earlier this year. The impact was so powerful the bus rolled onto its side sending students flying seven were injured the driver of the car has been charged police say he had been involved in a drag race just before the crash thrifty supermarket shoppers are cutting their weekly grocery bill in half by using mobile apps to find the best deals relief is on the way for struggling families with fresh food prices set to drop within weeks Mother of two, Svetty Williams, knows the tricks to feeding her family on a budget. You can find your favourite products online for half price. Mobile phone application Half Price scans the aisles at Coles and Woolworths every week to tell shoppers which items are 50% off. We've looked at this and if you do shop around, you shop at different stores, you look at the specials, you can easily save a couple of thousand dollars a year. Frugal weighs up the prices at several big and small food shops offering savings up to 30% off. And SmartCart allows customers to compare their entire cart between the major supermarkets to give the best possible prices. It'll automatically apply any of those bargain discount codes that are available without you having to dig them up. Growers say relief is on the way. The price of fruit and vegetables is expected to drop by 20 or 30% in the next few weeks. Cheaper items include broccoli, pumpkin, celery, cauliflower, tomatoes. With the local produce coming back and starting to come into fruition after the floods we replanted. Just in time to stock up for your winter soups. Crystal Etherington, 7 News. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers Stay Clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. 
To sport now, and Dustin Martin won't make his return for Richmond against West Coast tomorrow. Martin rejoined team training for the first time in Melbourne since taking personal leave from the club. The Demons will be without coach Simon Goodwin and three premiership players, including Luke Jackson, for Saturday's clash with Hawthorne after they contracted COVID. AFLW legend Aaron Phillips says it's a dream come true after leaving the Crows to become Crosstown rivals Port Adelaide's first ever player. It's something that I've wanted to do my whole life. Uh, ever since I could walk and talk, um, I wanted to be like my dad and um, play for Port Adelaide. Phillips' dad, Greg, played 343 games and won eight premierships for Port. Erin leaves the Crows as the most decorated player in league history with three premierships and two best and fairest awards. Dragons forward Tarek Sims won't join the Storm early after talks for the Origin star to make an immediate switch to Melbourne fell apart. The Storm have lodged a formal complaint with the Dolphins over their pursuit of star 5'8 Cam Munster. And COVID has struck the Bulldogs again. Captain Josh Jackson ruled out of Saturday's clash with the Roosters. Sydney Kings star Jalen Adams has taken out the NBL Most Valuable Player Award. The American import beat out three-time winner Bryce Cotton to take home his first Andrew Gaze trophy. Man, I just want to say I'm grateful for this award. It's really a tremendous honour uh, to, to be even mentioned up here. I'm, I'm truly humbled. The Kings start their finals campaign against the Hawks tomorrow night in Wollongong. Ja Morant's rapid rise to NBA superstardom continues in the playoffs. After a dunk of the year contender, Morant clinched a nail-biting win and a 3-2 series lead for Memphis over Minnesota. Miami defeated Atlanta 97-94 without the injured Jimmy Butler, clinching the first round series 4-1. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, moist easterly winds will maintain showers along the eastern seaboard, mainly light. Troughs will cause patchy rain and storms in western Queensland, western New South Wales, Victoria and Tasmania, also mainly light. Troughs will draw heat across the interior and warming winds to South Australia. A front will cool WA's south. Around the capitals today, a shower or two in Brisbane, heading for a top of 27 degrees. The same in Sydney, a top of 25. A shower or two, 19 in Canberra, cloudy and 23 in Melbourne. Early showers in Hobart, heading for 22 degrees. Mostly sunny, 28 in Adelaide. Perth, showers clearing, a top of 21. And a shower or two and a possible storm in Darwin, 32 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday.